This is episode 15 of the Life and Business by Human Design show, and I'm excited to be here talking all about manifestors. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Life and Business by Human Design show. I am your host, Caroline Linda, Master Coach and Human Design Junkie, and this show is all about what it takes to create sustainable success in your life and business, whatever success looks and sounds and feels like to you. I want to welcome you to this show. This is a place where you can really tap into what is it that makes you uniquely you? What can you learn and know and discover and trust within yourself that you can then take in order to create a massive impact in the world. We're going to talk human design. We're going to have interviews with amazing people. This is a show where it all comes together and you can truly begin to create your life and business by human design. Let's get into it. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Life and Business by Human Design show. I'm your host, Caroline, and today we're here to talk all about manifestors. So this is part four of my five-part series, taking you through each of the human design types and sharing some wisdom around how they operate in business. And today is all about the manifesto. Now, this type makes up only probably around about 9% of the population. Uh, Not to be confused with the manifesting generator, that is a different type. Manifestors are just the most amazing energy and there are some extremely successful business owners who are manifestors. And so as I was preparing for this, I was really thinking about some of the clients that I've worked with, particularly recently who are manifestors. And I, I have worked with quite a few manifestor clients. And I was also thinking about some of the very successful manifestors that I know and have been following and have spent time with. And I also put out a call to any manifestors within the communities that I'm within, um, asking them what would be their best advice. Because of course, I am not a manifestor. I'm partnered to one, but I am not a manifestor. And so I wanted to just share some really key things about manifestors in business today. Maybe you're a manifestor or maybe you work alongside of or love a manifestor. And so this is for you to understand them better. So a few things that I want to share is that like manifestor energy is big. Okay. It's designed to be big. One of the words or kind of phrases that are used to associate with uh, manifestors are really, they're like the trailblazers. Okay, they are the revolutionaries. They are the leaders. They are literally here as the fire starters to get things moving. This is uh, a lot of energy around those traditional kind of leader sort of roles. And the thing that always comes to me when I think about manifestors is that scene in Braveheart where he's giving that rousing speech and you can just feel feel the palpable leadership energy that is coming from him. And this is something that the manifestor possesses. They get an urge, an internal urge to do something, to change something. They they are ready to move forward. They're ready to help the world evolve and off they go. And they have the energy to spearhead the movement. 
And then once they spearhead a movement, they then cycle into a deep period of rest. And so they really do go through like a wave of creativity and then a rest cycle and then a wave of creativity and a rest cycle. They're not designed to finish what they start in most scenarios. They really are the fire starter. And then it's up to other people to continue the mission, to do the work as such. And this becomes the relationship between a manifester and a generator because one is there to get things started and then the other is there to kind of feel lit up in their sacral and, you know, take the baton and off they go and do the work. And so one of the key things that came through as a really important theme um, when I was talking to manifestors and, um, you know, researching manifestors is that they thrive best when they have a team of people around them that can do the doing. They really want to just get the thing going and then be able to step aside and let other people do the doing. They don't tend to niche so much that they feel restricted. And often they will have multiple projects. So they may like spearhead a project and then they'll kind of hand over the day-to-day on that project and then they move to the next thing and they spearhead the next project. And there was a couple of really key manifestors that came to mind when I was thinking about this. So one of those was um, Lisa Kordoff and she was previously on the podcast on a very, very early episode when the podcast had a completely different name. She is a manifester and she cycles through creative energy of creating programs and creating, you know, courses. And, you know, she doesn't always launch the same thing more than once. Sometimes she does, but she'll launch it in a different way. There's always a different flavor to what she is doing. And she has the most amazing energy to create new things. The other person that came to mind was someone that I had a conversation with recently. Um, I was attending a virtual conference and Denise Duffield Thomas was a speaker. And she opened up to the floor to take questions and I asked her about how she managed her energy. And in the process, uh, she knew that my, you know, area of interest is human design. And so she mentioned that she's a manifester. And that the, one of the things that she really knows about herself is that she's going to get the project going. She's going to have all the creative energy for it, but then everybody else has to carry it through. She also has multiple businesses, multiple projects going at different times that allow her to follow her creative urges in lots of different ways. But she knows that she needs people behind her to kind of move things along, to finish things off, to allow her to have the stability. And she talked about the fact that she actually is very inconsistent, but she creates consistency on the front end. So it looks like her business is consistent while she is very inconsistent in the back end. And creating the systems and the processes and having the right people in place allows her to do that. And so I wanted to share that with you in this episode about manifestors. Because I think that those ideas really encapsulate the strengths of manifestors in business and then the potential sort of pitfalls that 
you really want to allow for and create opportunity for within the business. And that is having that help, having people that can help you, you know, finish and follow through and hold that stable foundation so that you can really be following those creative urges and really allowing that energy to surge and following that and doing everything that you feel called to do, but then also allowing yourself to sit in the rest part of the cycle without any judgment or pressure for the next evolution of that creative urge to come. So I really hope that this is kind of giving you some ideas. If you are a manifester, maybe about how you could um, organize your business a bit more differently. Maybe you want to go and track down some other manifestors who've been successful in business and start thinking about, you know, what it is that, how it is that they've kind of put things together to allow their manifesting energy to flourish. If you're working alongside or loving a manifester, then hopefully this has given you the opportunity to think about their energy a little bit differently. And so the number one sort of top tip that I always give to manifestors is that you need to use your strategy of informing people. As you are following your creative urge, let people know what you're doing. And I want to share with you the number one reason why this is so important. I had a client who I worked with a few months ago. And during our session, she said to me, it's funny People are still referring me clients, she's a coach, referring me clients for the niche that I was working in 18 months ago. And I said, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, all the time I have people reaching out to me and they're looking, you know, they're referring someone or they got referred, um, but I don't do that anymore. I don't work with those types of clients anymore. And I remember saying to her, I wonder if you have accidentally, of course, forgotten to inform people that you have changed. Maybe you know that you've changed and maybe you like told a couple of people once or did a single post on social media. But I wonder if you haven't informed people enough times in enough ways for them to know that you've actually moved on. And this is the power of informing for a manifester. It's not asking for permission, but it is giving people the opportunity to know that you are changing, that you are moving, that you are following your new creative urge and come along for the ride. So I wanted to share that little nugget with you too, because it was a game changer for that client when she was like, oh, hold on. (laughs) I've evolved a couple of times since then, but I'm not sure that I was very clear with people about that. So maybe that could be something that you could literally go out and do today and it could potentially make a huge difference to your business. So I hope that as a manifester or someone who loves or works alongside of them, this has been helpful. Head on over to Instagram at Caroline Linda Coach and share with me. Tell me like what resonated, what didn't, what was helpful, what wasn't. Let's have a conversation about that. I absolutely love to have those kinds of conversations with people. In the meantime, we have one episode of this series left uh, dedicated to our beautiful reflectors. I'm so excited to get into that next week. Until then, I would love you to hit subscribe, follow, like, comment, share on socials, do all the things that you know how to do to help me get the word out there 
And I will see you next week for another episode of the podcast. Bye for now.